welcome everybody to this week's episode of the third live podcast and we have a very special guest today uh liz was teasing it for a few days there and for anyone that's listened to this pod before uh you will have heard this man's name probably what as much as anyone else in the entire whl maybe probably yeah yeah exactly exactly yeah uh it's either him or bailey peach one of the two you guys are close but uh, yeah, we have got one half of the incredible goaltending tandem from the Portland Winterhawks uh, from Winnipeg, Manitoba, uh, the man himself, Dante Gianuzzi. How's it going, man? I'm doing good. How are you guys? Pretty good. Uh, I have to ask, did I butcher the name? Uh, no, that was pretty good, honestly. All right. All right. Yeah. No, you're awesome. good. You're good. That was good. Right on. So... It's awesome having you on we uh we tend to kind of go a little all over the map you know we'll try and get some hockey questions we'll try and get some fun questions but uh you know first of all i think it makes the most sense to kind of chime in with how you have been adjusting to you know the season so far where you guys are at the bit of a roller coaster season you guys have had and now obviously you know you are one of the top teams in the entire league and just on fire heading into the playoffs so Sort of uh, maybe a little quick blurb on that. Going back to your time in Winnipeg there, uh, you know, you go from living on the prairies, uh, smaller market to kind of like a big city uh, in Portland. That's in a, it's not just on a, on the coast, which is, which is an adjustment, but in a different country. So how have you found that adjustment uh, from Winnipeg to uh, Portland? Uh, At first, I remember my first training camp when I was either 14 or 15, I don't know, the year after I got uh, selected in the draft, I was kind of, kind of shocked a little bit just by like how, how big the city was and like how busy it was, you know, traffic and and just little things like that, that, you know, you don't really recognize until you kind of like move to a city like that. So I'd say like, that was kind of like, like when I first noticed it, but uh, honestly, it hasn't been like too crazy for me. Like, you know, this is my, my fourth year in Portland now on the team. Um, so I'm obviously used to it by now, but yeah, my first two years, I guess was a little bit of an adjustment and also just like being away from like your family and friends and things like that. That's, that's, that's an adjustment as well. And, um, you know, being from Winnipeg, it's, it's a really, really big distance from Portland. So it's probably like the farthest place away to play in the WHL. So, um, yeah, yeah, that was a bit of an adjustment for me, but, um, you know, once you kind of figured all that out, it's, it's been, it's been easy. And I love Portland. It's a great city. Um, I love the organization, love, love all the, all the staff, the players, everything. It's all great. And, you know, we saw on the social media the other day, uh, how was the uh, Portland uh, trailblazers uh, game? Oh, it was awesome. It was awesome. That's not, that's another thing. Um, up till I played in Portland here, I'd never been to an NBA game before and I'm a big basketball guy. So uh, it's really cool. I really enjoy, you know, going to the games. I've been to a few this year. Been lucky enough to, to be able to make it out to those games, and they're they're really awesome. I really enjoy them. Yeah, your uh, NBA team. Uh, well, I was a Raptors fan. Now I'm kind of in between uh, Trailblazers and Raptors, but yeah, I I like both for sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, I I don't follow basketball super closely, so my apologies if this is uh, pathetic. But uh, you, it's they had what's his name Lillard Damian Lillard. Yep. I mean, one of the best players in the league for sure. I think he's a little underrated out there in Portland because he doesn't get the coverage everyone else does. But and they also don't tend to surround him with as many high caliber players as like the Lakers and stuff like that. But 
yeah, I always know that, you know, when I do see highlights, uh, that guy's always looks like he's carrying the team on his back. So he's probably pretty fun to watch. Yeah, really cool. Um, unfortunately, this year, whenever I've gone, gone to watch, he's always been injured. Oh. He's, he's got a pretty, uh, pretty serious injury this season, I guess. But uh, in yeah. past seasons, he's been really cool to watch. Like he just hits shots from everywhere. He's, he's, he's a crazy player. It's a lot of yeah. fun to watch. Very underrated for sure. Now, do you have the Portland Trailblazers uh, jersey yet? I got a couple, actually. Yeah, I got a couple of them. Yeah, I got, I think I got two, two, both are Lillard. So, yeah. <laughs> so I, I got to tie that in. And, and Liz, you know what's coming. Um, no. Is there a, like, <laughs> I already see you laughing. Um, you know, obviously, you know, big hockey guy. Did you uh, have a big jersey collection growing up? uh not crazy uh i had a few few cool longo jerseys yeah. um when the jets came back to winnipeg you got a couple of cool jets jerseys that was when they had uh andre pavlik as their starter so i was oh, a big, yeah. big fan of him right away and yeah and uh yeah so i that was that was kind of like a thing for me it was just like goalie jerseys really like right from the start yeah. I've, I've always been a goalie and always been a big fan of you know the the professional goalies so uh yeah, yeah that's that's that was pretty much my collection was just like goalies i had um you know a few carry price jerseys jonathan quick uh, yep. i might have even had it i had a pretty cool leafs james reimer jersey so yeah nice <laughs> so what is the crown jewel of your like memorabilia collection it can be jersey or anything else a good question honestly i don't know yeah probably just some just jerseys honestly like i really like like the jets jerseys i have i think they're really cool um but i don't know honestly i don't have anything too crazy that i can like brag about unfortunately but um i only brought it up because uh liz has what uh did you rent an entire separate condo for your jerseys or no (laughs) (laughs) i i have a pretty big collection it's it you gotta be in triple digits i'm not actually really i think i think i'm at like 67 or something okay still yeah. a lot I'm not i'm not there yet guys my my fiance would kill bad. me my fiance would kill me if i had that many jerseys she made me get rid of a couple already i i got i kept my bobby lou one i have to have my bobby lou jersey but uh yeah no um memorabilia wise i have uh a set of Jonathan Tavares signed gloves, game game worn gloves, uh, when he was on the Islanders. I actually won them on a Twitter contest, so that was pretty random. But uh, yeah, I don't think I've ever discussed like how you got your start in hockey and like as a goaltender, other than you know you were watching Roberto Luongo and you were just like that. Yeah, um, I need that. Yeah. So pretty much, I have an I had I do have an older brother. He. Uh, he did play hockey at the time. He's four years older than me. Um, so that's kind of how I got into like watching hockey and stuff like that. Like going with my parents to watch his games, that kind of thing. And then whenever I was at the house, you know, he ever had, ever had any friends over anything like that. Of course you throw the younger brother in that, right. That kind of yeah. thing. So that's kind of how I got into it. Just, you know, getting shots fired at me from, from my, my brother and his friends. So, uh, but yeah, no, honestly, I just really enjoyed it. Like I remember, I used to kind of hate it because I'd get hit and it hurt. But um, <laughs> once I got some more equipment and uh, I started to kind of figure out like, hey, like I'm actually not bad at this. I started to enjoy it more. And yeah, like I said, I was a big Canucks fan. So 
I think we kind of touched on that in maybe one interviewer. I'm not sure, but um, yeah, I was a big Canucks fan and Roberto Luongo fan, so that definitely helped. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Ever since, I just loved it. Do you agree with the cliche that, uh, so I can say this because I'm also goalie. Uh, uh, do you agree with the whole cliche that goalies got to be a little, they're a little off, you know, like they're a little weird? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I like to think that I'm pretty normal, but yeah. I don't know. There's just, there's something there's... about like enjoying having a hard rubber puck shot at you at, you know, 70, yeah. 80, 90 miles an hour. It's just, yeah. I don't know. I definitely don't like getting hit in the head. Like, oh, that's no. not, like, I don't enjoy that, but like, I don't know when it's like spots that don't hurt, that's fine. So like, you're not, like uh, you're not, you're not pulling the Thatcher Demko and just like head and pucks all the time. It's not my go-to save selection. No, no. it's, no. it's pretty loud. Uh, yeah. It wakes, it, it wakes you up. Rings the ears. Yeah. No, it's not definitely not ideal. Uh, I, uh, glove save guy. Person. I was going to say you do have a pretty nasty glove. So yeah. That, uh, <laughs> the video that you did and right now I can't remember the guy that you like he was media you guys had him come out and be in net your entire comment of just like got to do the windmill save <laughs> yeah, like, yeah yeah that that's yeah. all that was going through my head during that entire part that you guys were just talking about yeah i uh i'm trying to bring back the two pad stack it seems to be my go-to yeah i uh it, somebody's got to bring it back right it's it's old school it's reliable um Good. i uh i was in warm-up in beer league a little while back and i bought a new cat eye cage and uh I, I'm out there in warm warm ups. My own teammate takes a clapper from the face off dot, hits me right in the cage, bends my cat eye cage. It literally just came out of the box like an hour before. I'm like, thanks, man. Like, yeah. Now it's just now the vision's all thrown off because one bar is lower, and I'm like, okay, oh, yeah, way to way to go. Yeah. So so speaking of uh, hard shots, who on the uh, Winter Hawks do you think has the hardest shot? Hardest shot a good question um i don't know there's a few few hard shots um i'd say maybe curtis Smythe. he's got a he's got a hard shot like he likes to come in like really close and rip it too so like it's kind of scary <laughs> at times but like his slap shot from the points really hard uh clay hannis has a really hard shot too yeah. um but I don't know. There's, there's a lot of guys that have like just really skilled shots too, that are like hard to stop. They're not necessarily, necessarily the hardest. Just but, picking corners. But they're, yeah, they're placed really well and like sneaky, deceptive releases. But I'd say for hardest shot, I'd probably give it to either Curtis or Clay. And who's one player that you play against that you see him with the, with the puck and you kind of, you're like, you have to prepare yourself because you know, it's coming in, uh, coming in as hard as it can. On another team or my own team? Yeah, somebody that you've uh, faced. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Honestly, I try not to think about that kind of stuff too much during games. Like, no, I try not to really focus on who I'm playing against. I just kind of look at the puck, and that's about it. But uh, I don't know. Over the years, there's there's been a lot of guys that have had really good shots. I remember my first year, um, I played with uh, Cody Glass and Yoakum Wishfield, and they both have like ridiculous shots so those were like two shots kind of that kind of like got me used to the league and i was just like wow this is crazy and so this is where the bar is yeah yeah i was like wow i got to get used to this okay but yeah yeah, yeah that's probably probably some, some pretty crazy ones i don't know <laughs> i tweeted the other day because uh blickfield's down here in uh in san jose and i had posted because he took a shot during warm-ups and i was like that is exactly why i am not a goaltender 
and could never be a goaltender because like I'm in the press box and I'm sitting there being like, Nope, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you though. Yeah. You had a crazy shot for sure. So here you don't have to answer. This can be one of your no comments, but this <laughs> is one of your chances to potentially throw a teammate under the bus, but uh, in a fun way, what is, or who is one of the guys that, you know, in warmups or, you know, practice or whatever, you see him coming down and you just know, like you got his number, like you got a book on him and he ain't scoring on you. It's uh, uh, a good question. I don't know. I'd say you don't have to answer. One guy that I kind of feel like I get in his head at times is, is Luke shelter. Cause oh, yeah. he, uh, I don't know. He loves to do all these stick handles on breakaways and stuff like that. And I don't know. It really frustrates him. I think when, when he doesn't score on breakaways and he gets a decent amount in practice and uh, yeah. So I'd say I'm pretty confident against him on, on breakaways. And I don't know, whenever I make a save on, on guys in practice, I kind of like giving it to him. So. I, oh, for I sure. Know. Yeah. It's uh, I don't know. So really, yeah. As someone who like, obviously you, you want to practice, like it's a game every single time you want to keep your repetitions and stuff like that. But you know, if you're trying to have a bit of a fun practice or maybe in warmups or something, uh, I know that you have an insanely good glove. I've watched a bunch of highlights and, you know, as a goalie nerd myself, I can appreciate it. It's, it's, it's fun to watch, man. So I just got to give you props for that. Do you ever give the guys the glove, like just leave it down low a little bit and like, look at all this room and then just take it away last second. Sometimes I'll do that in practice, kind of bait yeah. a little bit. Yeah, I do that. Uh, it's kind of fun, but I don't know. For the most part, I try to practice just like I, I would play in a game. But yeah, uh, yeah, no, that's definitely kind of fun to mess around with guys like you that. You do the old Bobby Lou, like you just go like, around the world. and Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you have a little flash. Awesome. You have a little flash. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. In any level of competition, have you gone for the goalie goal yet? Uh, I've, yeah, well, I tried um, when I was playing in the MJHL. Uh, didn't score, unfortunately. But um, I tried there. I had a decent attempt. Uh, got down the ice. It was an icing. So coach wasn't too happy about that. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I one time I tried last year uh, against Seattle and they kind of swatted it down right away. So that didn't really go as planned, but uh, still looking for it. Definitely still looking for it. <laughs> Is that a skill that you like uh, that you ever practice uh, during practice? Oh, yeah, for sure. End of practice. I'll just like get like a pile of pucks and just try and rip them high and on the far net. <laughs> Do any of your teammates give you any advice on, you know, like how to get a good air underneath the puck or different angles to try things like that? Honestly, not really. It's just cause like using a goalie stick is so it's different. So different. From, it's so different. And like when, when, you know, just like a forward's taking a shot, they can have their bottom hand underneath the stick. Yeah. And the thing when, you're like shooting with a goalie stick is you got your hand on top pretty much so it's like it's totally different you gotta you pretty much that's, have no, no bottom hand in a way it's that, kinda... that's a question from a guy who's never tried to shoot a shot with a goalie <laughs> stick with a glove and a blocker it just yeah. it's it's an art form in, in itself it's really it's definitely tough but yeah i'm yeah. working on it i'm working on it you in shootouts this season i mean most seasons but especially this season it's been absolutely insane and uh, I was told that you love shootouts, but what, what have you been doing this season? That's just kind of been working in those, you know, one-on-ones. 
honestly i i'm not sure i just uh i just kind of played how i usually would like that's the thing about like being kind of a young guy in the league is you get stuck uh after practice just kind of taking shots and breakaways from the old guys and i think that just with, like so much repetition of like you know like guys like i said like cody glass yokum blickfeld uh you know just really skilled players especially when i was young just kind of getting used to that i'd say that's probably like something that just i didn't really notice i was practicing a lot but i you know i did practice it a lot and uh yeah i don't know i've always liked shootouts though like i just i feel like i I'm, I don't know. I'm just comfortable with them. And I, I, I like them. I, I prefer it over, over time. So. I can, I can hundred percent agree. Um, I've been known for years to my team will let up, you know, four or five breakaways a game because it's just what they do. <laughs> and, you know, I, I'll stop those. And then it's the floaters from the blue line that go through like four bodies. And there's just something about like, if, if you get a pinball puck that's coming through and hitting four bodies on the way in, or you're getting screened, like, honestly, there's something almost easier about a shootout because it's just you and him. There's no, your sight lines are clean and you're just kind of waiting for him to make that first move. Right. Like, right. Yeah. 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 It's, it's tougher when, when the ice is full of bodies, honestly, it is. Yeah. No, for sure. For sure. I agree with yeah. that. Um, back to your uh, Manitoba days. I noticed here, I went to your elite prospects and I noticed that the player you have played with the most is one Seth Jarvis. I didn't realize you guys actually played together for all that time in Manitoba as well. Mm-hmm. Um, what's it like uh, watching a guy like that make it to that next level and, and have a bunch of success? Do you still keep in touch with him or? Oh yeah. 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 No, it's obviously it's, it's amazing. You know, super happy for him. Um, I remember at the start of the year, he was still kind of questionable whether or not he was going to uh, be able to make the jump and uh you know i always told him that he would but he was kind of not sure about it so uh i'm i'm really happy that he was able to and uh, you know having such success out there also like um i'm not sure how far back elite prospects goes but i actually played with seth when i was maybe like seven you know I was just super super young we've played together uh we played spring hockey together um you know just for all these years like from seven to maybe 13 we played spring hockey together yeah and um then we you know at 14 we played uh rink hockey academy together and um, that's as far back as it goes is the u14 okay yeah so um yeah no we've played together for such a long time you know we've been you know playing together and just such good friends so it's 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 awesome to see him have such good success super happy for him yeah it's crazy i didn't realize it went back another seven years earlier than i even saw so yeah that's awesome that's awesome yeah now you played with him for you played with Seth jarvis for such a long time uh so in a breakaway contest who do you think wins you or him uh i'd say it's probably close honestly uh depends how many shots there are i don't know i'd say out of 10 i'd say out of 10 i could probably get maybe six or seven i'd say like that's like a pretty pretty confident i'd say yeah um typically i'd like to get more than that out of 10 but he's really skilled on breakaways he's one guy that's really tough to stop so he's got a lot of speed and a sneaky release so i'd i'd say like six or seven would be a safe bet for me what kind of would you want to i guess give yourself as advice if you could go back and just like say like a quick hey by the way uh 
I'd probably just say like don't overthink it like that was kind of my thing when I was first coming in was just like it definitely is a big step up from where I was playing but uh just like don't overthink it and trust yourself because at times I would just kind of think like oh maybe I'm just not ready to play at this level maybe this you know isn't for me because I did come in at 16 and uh you know it was a little it was definitely tough like I had a bit of a tough year uh I didn't play a whole lot um you know it was just just such a big adjustment so I'd say just kind of you know trust yourself be confident and uh yeah just just try to have fun with it I'd say is the biggest thing because when you're taking it it's good to take it seriously of course but you know when you're taking it too seriously and it's starting to you know really give you like anxiety and stress like that it's not good so I'd say just kind of you know have fun with it uh, trust yourself and just, yeah, just, just be confident. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. Cause it's, I mean, the whole reason why you, you do it is when you start when you're young, it's because it's fun. Right. So Absolutely. yes, it's, yes, it's a job, but yeah, especially at the goaltender position, I find it's a very mental game and you really have to make sure you're in a good mindset. And I feel like a lot of the elite goalies that make it to that next level have that dialed where it's, you know, short memory, you know, you, you let a bad one in, you got to let that go in like 10 seconds and move on. So I think that's great advice. Yeah. Um, do we want to get into some fun ones? Get rid of all the uh, boring cliche hockey stuff. Yeah. Why don't we jump into the fun questions? All right. So as someone who swears that he was Italian in a past life, I got to ask, what is the go-to Italian dish in an Italian family? Like what, what's, what's your guys' go-to? Uh, I'd say personally for me, it's uh, pasta. It's, it's going to sound pretty typical, but yeah. uh, pasta, meatballs, and then chicken cutlets are really good also. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. So I'd say that's, I, like, uh, that's like my go-to. I'm a big chicken parm guy for whatever reason, just chicken parms are always uh, my go-to whenever I go to an Italian place. I don't even know if that's Italian. That might just be made up Americanized. I don't know, but yeah, no, it is. I'm, I'm off chicken parm right now. Uh, last year, uh, COVID year, we had really like limited, uh, I guess, restaurant availability, stuff like that. And we were traveling yep. and, and whatnot. Uh, so we'd have chicken parm consistently, Ooh. day in and day out that'll ruin dinner. it and um i remember one time we were playing a game up in seattle uh we had chicken parm in the morning <laughs> and then we had some chicken parm on the bus also oh and then post game after we just played we also had chicken parm at the ring no so no that's oh. just kind of Last year uh, just sent me uh, off. I'm trying to get back into it because I, yeah. you know, at one point I did love it. No, oh, that that would turn anybody off on the chicken parm. I yeah, just, just 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 hearing that too much. So, what's the uh, go-to Italian restaurant in uh, Portland? Uh there's one right by the rink. It's it's really good. It's called uh, Piazza Italia. Ooh. I it's not like super popular. It's kind of a small place, but it's it's really good. I really like Does it. Does it sell pizza, I'm guessing? No pizza, actually. It's mainly uh, it's mainly pasta, but uh, it's really good. And now it's going to get flooded, though, and everyone's going to be there. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Adam, <laughs> really, a lot really of people good. listening. <laughs> I know Adam was trying to segue to uh, to this next question. So 
Who who wants to do the damage? Well, okay. So I'm gonna start with the easier version first. Well, wait, wait, wait. if Before you're building, you start, I thought oh, just, I thought that just... you said it was called Pizza Italia. That's Piazza. No, you gotta Piazza. listen at him. Piazza. Yeah. Piazza. Um. Okay, so if you were to build your perfect pizza, what would be on it? Uh, I'm pretty simple with my pizza. Uh, I honestly, I'm just like a pepperoni guy, honestly. Nothing too crazy. Classic, classic, yeah. yeah. I don't, you know, I'll eat like, like if there's if there's other options, sometimes we get it like post game or something just in the dressing room for a quick snack before dinner. I'll, I'll have, you know, like a ham, like a meat lover, something like that. Um, I don't do the pineapple though. I can't. Ah, I knew go. the question. <laughs> knew the question was coming. Yeah, no, I don't do pineapple. I can't do that. That's that's the only thing. Yeah. That's what we yeah. were trying to get at before. That's why they were like, "Oh, <laughs> we have to ask." <laughs> yeah, no, no, I can't. I can't. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I, I'm going through a couple. Liz, you want to chime in here? Well, are we gonna ask the uh, the other one? You the other the other normal so okay. i i asked you this at the neely cup but i have a feeling that it's changed because now you've had a chance to like be in the room with all the guys uh for most of the season now uh locker room music who, who who's got to be on ops uh it depends on the setting i guess um like pre-game i really like james stefan he's got he's got some good music um it's weird because like this year there's a lot of different like genres the guys like you know like different a lot of guys like different different things i'm more into like pre-game and more into like hip-hop rap that kind of thing but yep. there's a lot of guys that are into like rock and edm and stuff like that so it's kind of bounced around a little bit but uh i'd probably go with steph for for pre-game i have to ask who's been playing the music when you guys are like warming up like on the concourse area because i Usually hear it Sorry, go ahead. I was like, because I hear it, and I'm just like, what? What are you playing? Oh yeah, no. Usually that's usually that's Steph. So that's kind of usually more. That's that's more like EDM to kind of warm up. But, Get the energy uh, going. Yeah, that kind of thing. Just usually like two, two or three songs, and then um, yeah, then we pretty much go back to. It depends on the day, but like lately, since we've been like you know doing really well, we've been we've been listening to a lot of a lot of like rap. So that's kind of what we're sticking with right now. Okay. And then uh, I know you said Keyshawn Gervais at the Neely Cup, but I mean, there's got to be someone new now. So who absolutely should not be on Ox this year? That's a good, honestly, I'm not sure. I haven't heard anyone that's been like too, too bad. Um, honestly, I don't know. I don't know. I'd still stick with Keyshawn. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah. Um, I always find it interesting. I don't think we asked Campbell Arnold this. I sh we should have. Um, but like I said, as a goalie myself, uh, I've got a couple things, nothing too crazy, but is there any, you know, superstition things that, that you do pregame, postgame, during the game that you are, you know, willing to share or anything that uh, you think is a little interesting or anything like that? Uh, nothing like too crazy. I work with a goalie mindset um, guy. His name is Pete Fry. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, before every game, we do a pregame visualization. So that yep. is uh, about 20 minutes long, I'd say. So that's pretty, like, specific for, for each game we, we do it. And yep. um, 
other than that, nothing too crazy. I have my little things I do on the ice, but I wouldn't say any of them are really like superstitions. Like they all have meaning behind them. So yep. Um, yeah, there's not uh, the what was it Patrick Waugh who would never step on a line, the blue line, center line. He hopped over <laughs> all of them. Everyone's like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, yeah. No, I don't have anything like that. Nothing oh, too, yeah. uh, nothing too crazy. <laughs> yeah, I think the only one I do, uh, I saw Braden Holt be doing it was um, post uh, whenever there's a whistle. I take a quick uh, drink of water and then I do the spray up in the air and you try oh. to pick one water droplet and you follow it all the way to the ice. And I guess yeah. it's like eye, eye training to what, mm-hmm. to get your, your eye focused. Yeah. That's I, I do it almost every whistle. It's yeah, the only I thing do, I do. I do that a lot too. I think it's good, especially like when your, your team's doing well and they're keeping the puck in the other end for a while and you need to, you know, work on tracking something. Cause you know, sometimes you won't get a shot for, five minutes or something like that and then the first shot you get after that that period of time it's just like it's tougher to track it than you know if you guys are just hemmed in the zone for for five minutes so it's uh, it's really crazy i i cannot explain it to people how you you're mentally kind of fall asleep when you're like i haven't had a shot in eight minutes like i'm just kind of sitting back here i do better when i get like 50 shots against than if i get like 15 (laughs) yeah it's, it's tough sometimes for sure yeah so you've, uh, you know, you guys have traveled around uh, this year. Well, last year was just the U.S. division. This year, it's the B.C. division. Uh, what is the best city that you guys have traveled to, in your opinion? Or what's your favorite city, I guess? That's, that's a good question. There's a few really nice ones. Like, I always really enjoy going to Kelowna. Kelowna's really nice. They have a really, like, nice hotel we stay at. Uh, but Victoria is awesome. Victoria, like, the city is just super nice really like like just all of it um i, don't I, got, know, I gotta ask i i'm in vic i, okay. I i'm the i'm the royals guy for the pod uh, oh, okay I'm, I'm sorry yeah, both of them are awful they're sorry. they're not in the u.s <laughs> I'm, like, I'm sorry i'm fine. sorry um no but uh I, I gotta ask like the only team in the league uh, what's have you gotten sick and tired of getting on the ferry yet i guess not you don't come that really, often because we don't come that much uh yeah no we've only done it the one time this year but I think it's so cool. it's still yeah it's still interesting to get on the ferry yeah. and check out the Gulf Islands and all that yeah maybe it's different if you know if I were to play in the BC division and do it you yeah. know really consistently but um no right now I think it's really cool it's it's a fun little trip and all the guys really enjoy it so no I, and, I think it's cool and I guess uh, like what is the loudest or the coolest arena that you've uh, traveled to this year or in your WHL career uh, loudest i'd probably go with seattle um probably like a couple of years back i don't know if like last year obviously there was no fans so yeah. um you know you can't really compare anything to that but um this year and uh i'd say my 17 year two two years ago yeah two years ago yeah. my 17 year uh i played one game and it was like sold out in seattle so that was really really loud um, and this year, I don't know if they've sold it out or not, but um, it's it's been it's been really loud also. So I'd probably say Seattle. Um, Everett's a pretty close second though in in the U.S. division when they sell it out. Yeah, I've heard that a couple times. Yeah, so that's mm-hmm. it's interesting. Like, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't have thought honestly. Uh, you know, we're obviously a little biased up here in Canada. We always think that Canadian markets are are going to be the most rabid fan bases, but it's really good to see that Seattle and, and Everett are, uh, I mean, they've got a good history. I mean, as, as well as Portland, I mean, you guys have 
obviously been, you know, a powerhouse for a few years. You guys are always pretty, pretty consistently finding success. So I'm sure that helps, but uh, yeah, it's uh, I got to say being a Royals fan the last couple of years has been a little tough, a little tough. The barn is not quite as loud as, as it has been in, in seasons past. So yeah, it's, it's gotta be fun playing back in front of fans again, that, that year off uh, in the empty barns must've been a little crazy. You played Sorry. some games at the Moda too, right? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. played, I don't know how many, but yeah, my 17 year I played at the Moda. I don't think I did my my first year, but uh, my 17 year I played at the Moda and that was, that was really awesome. I feel like that was just, I don't know, it just got a different vibe to it, I guess, but um, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. I, uh, hopefully we can go back to that next year. Yeah. Um, this one's one we've asked before and it's kind of random and it'll probably make you, make you think, but thinking upon the entire WHL, um, is there one player that you see, you know, in highlight packs or whatever, or, you know, you see coming down the ice that you've always thought like, it would be great to have a guy like that on my team. Like there's a guy that stands out. I mean, as a goalie, maybe, maybe it's a D man that you think is, is a great shutdown D man. Um, you know, there's obviously been the people that pulled the token, you know, well, yeah, Connor Bedard, you know, it'd be nice to get a little goal support. Right. But uh, I, I thought I'd ask a goalie. Uh, honestly, like, I don't know. I, I'm, I, I wouldn't say like anyone specifically, like I'm, really happy with everyone we got right now on the team and I feel like just as as a whole we're really solid right now and um you know kind of like I touched on earlier that everyone's just kind of bought in and gotten our, we've gotten our, our chemistry up and and all that so I'd say just like I, I wouldn't really say anything specific I'd just say kind of like what we have right now is really good like like all the guys are buying in and we're all just really clicking together so I'd just say just, yeah yeah, it's hard to complain where you guys are at. Like I definitely can't complain. Yeah. Yeah. If there was like a former winter hawk that you could kind of bring back to play, you know, either a game or a season with, mm-hmm. other than maybe like Seth Jarvis, uh, yeah. would you maybe want to bring back? Like, it doesn't even have to be someone that you have played with, just like anyone. Uh, I'd probably go with John Ludwig. Um, oh. he was he was awesome to have in front of me playing, like especially like when I was first kind of getting into the league, like. I remember him and uh, Matthew Quigley were a pairing oh. and they would be shut down and really help me out a lot when I was kind of getting used to the league. And um, yeah, like my, my 17 year, uh, loves having an insane year. I remember he was like scoring consistently and he was just insane on the penalty kill. Like he'd block everything. Like it didn't matter where the shot was coming from or who was taking it. He was blocking it. And um, yeah, so I'd probably go with, probably go with Luds, but um I've been lucky enough to play with a ton of amazing players. So it's 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 a really hard, hard question to answer. <laughs> oh for sure. Um I always find this one interesting too. So you know alternate universe. Um Dante's not playing hockey. But what are you doing? Is it uh is it another sport or you know another industry? It's a good question. Um Honestly, I don't know. When I was younger, I played football and I really liked it. Yep. Um, I, ha- I had to give it up though, because I wanted to play hockey more. Um, what, what position did you play? I was a running back. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And I really liked it. I, I didn't, I wasn't too old when I played though. I remember, I think my last year I was probably like eight or nine. So I wasn't, yep. you know, too far into it, but 
I remember I had a, you know, I was always having fun playing it. So I maybe, maybe football, honestly, I feel like that'd be, that'd be a good time. I love watching it. I'm a big Vikings fan. So. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. Never was... can tell. Not never, ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, you're a big Vikings ahead. fan. Are you big? Are you happy with their uh, Patrick Peterson uh, signing with the uh, Vikings today? Yeah. Yeah. I like him. I like him a lot. I, I, I don't know. There's been, there's been a lot of, lot of solid, solid signings lately. So yeah, I'm looking forward to this year. Looking forward to the season start. I, I got to ask. So, you know, obviously, you know, hardcore Viking fan, I I'm a Raiders fan. So, I mean, getting Devonte was huge for me. That was a big, uh, big celebration in my household, but uh, I don't want to cause controversy. don't want to get you upset, but yeah. uh, for me being a football fan, I have to ask, like, are you confident in Cousins as your QB moving forward? I am. I, you know, I think that in past years, he's been, you know, a little inconsistent, but I think last season that he was really solid and, um, you know, he's won us a lot of big games and yeah. Yeah. No, I think he's got a ton of potential. I'm, I'm, I was happy with, with the re-signing for sure he's always consistent i'll, I'll give i'll give him that and you guys got probably one of the best wide receivers in the entire league in jefferson so i mean mm-hmm. yeah it's it's a ton of fun watching uh watching their games for sure definitely yeah um so what's your uh non-homer if if the vikings aren't taking it all this year what's your pick oh i i, I don't know that's the only, <laughs> that's the only pick yeah, uh, well, I, I, I know I, but i, I, I always no, 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 I have a feeling that your dad would like disown you if you said anybody else. Okay. So maybe, maybe. Yeah, if you guys have seen my dad on Twitter, yeah. Okay, so that's that's one of the no comment. I'm not answering that. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I'm gonna step in there and be like, eh, I don't know about that because I do know that your dad is going to listen to this one. So maybe right. not the best idea. Let's let's not get Dante disowned. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Thanks, guys. So uh, before we started recording, Liz talked about how you were a big fan of the TV show The Office. Oh, yeah. A so, man. Both of them. A, a man of, of my own heart. Yeah. Both of us. Both Chris and I have watched it. I guess multiple times. Yeah. Uh, through. Yeah. Um, Me too. So, uh, which character do you feel like you? Uh, uh, like um relate to the most relate to oh i don't know i don't i wouldn't say i'd relate to really anyone because everyone's just got such a crazy personality on that show uh i don't know my favorite character sorry go ahead i was gonna say i'll give you probably an easier question so i am turning 40 this year believe it or not i got a baby face but yeah 40 and uh i'm doing an office themed birthday party where everybody's got to come as a character oh yeah and i would say what would your character be if you were to go to a party that was like office theme what's your go-to who would i dress as yeah and it can be multiple like it can be you know like michael when he burns his foot on his foreman grill (laughs) or three hole punch jim or i don't know i feel like it's pretty typical, but I feel like it'd be funny to, to try and throw a Dwight costume together with like a oh, 100%. shirt and some some goofy yeah. glasses. I feel like outfit costs eleven dollars. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I thought about that. I think I'm gonna go with Michael when he burns his foot on the George Foreman grill. Yeah, I I got easy access on. to a lot of bubble wrap. Yeah, yeah. there yeah. you go. <laughs> now, what would you do uh, 
in order to be able to taste Kevin's chili? Oh, uh, well, that's a very open-ended question. Yeah. <laughs> what would you give up to be able to taste his uh, his uh, nope, chili? Okay, so yeah. the thing is, I don't really like chili, so. Ooh. So not know. much, not yeah, much. Yeah, probably not too much. I would probably take the option on it, but. Um, yeah, especially after it's hit the floor. Yeah, well, that too. Yeah. But that's that's, that's like the seasoning, isn't it? Um, no, no, I don't yeah. think it is. No. I, no, I probably, yeah. I don't so know. <laughs> this is a hotly debated topic, though. Okay. What is the best episode of The Office? For you. So I got a lot. Um, but the whole series? Yeah. If you had yeah. to pick one, if, if you could only watch one episode of The Office for the next year. There's there's a few. I, I'd say... You can pick three. How about three? Okay, three. Uh, I Top like... Three. Okay, so I like the injury a lot. The one where he yep. cooks his yep. foot. Um, I think the basketball episode's really good. Oh, underrated. I, I like, like that, that one a lot. First season. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else. I think the Alliance is really good. I don't know if you remember Ooh. that one. Yep. That's, that's oh, the yeah. first too. Yep. Alliance. That's interesting. Not many people are a huge fan of that first season, but uh, you're digging well, it. Well, there's a couple that fly under the radar. There's yeah. a couple episodes that fly under You know, the there's so many people that are like, you know, stress relief when Dwight with puts the face on the, of the, cuts the face off the dummy. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, that's, that's literally just like the cold open, but it's just like one of the best cold <laughs> opens of all time. Yeah. No, unreal. Oh, there, yeah. There's, there's a ton. There's a ton for sure. What's, what's your take on the dinner party? Is it too cringy? I like, I think it's funny. I don't think it's funny. <laughs> yeah. No, I like it. I like it. I don't know. So Michael Scott is skating down on you one-on-one. Uh, where is he going and are you stopping it? Uh, I feel like he's going to skate right through me. I don't know. I feel like he's going <laughs> to charge in the net. Take a shot just... and not stop. Yeah. I don't know. He might bury it in my chest and then hit me into the net. I don't know. I picture like a quadruple deke that he completely loses the handle on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that too, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that on that same topic, we'll uh, we'll let you go pretty quick here. But I'm always interested. What's your uh, your go to shows? Like your binge worthy, obviously besides The Office. Uh, that's a good question. I got I got a few. Like I'm a big Netflix guy. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of shows that I like. Like I'm waiting for. I don't know. I guess right now, like I'm just watching the new season of Family Guy. Nothing too crazy. Yep. but um like i like stranger things a lot i'm waiting for the new season to come out uh, may something yeah it's coming I'm not out sure. I'm not sure. i think it's in may it's yeah. delayed. um so i like that a lot um i this just this year i watched you i don't know if you've heard of that or not but it's, it's my fiance big. watched it yep oh yeah it's pretty big on netflix and i really like it some yep. i remember that was good i, I don't know i i watched it like pretty quick like i ripped couple yep. seasons in a weekend and yeah like, it's the best thing about netflix you can just power through exactly no commercials so yeah uh yeah waiting for waiting for new season on that but i don't know like uh, nothing nothing other than that really i don't think so mind right away you uh obviously like you know being only 19 you know I've, the office has had a bit of a resurgence obviously it was on live tv probably 
you were probably two or three maybe when it first came out. Um, So it's amazing to see what Netflix has done for that. Uh, Is there any other like retro TV? Like I I just found that I started getting back into Seinfeld again. Obviously I'm 40, so I watched it live. But uh, any like those retro shows that were on before you were born that you're like, hey, this is actually pretty solid? Uh. Yeah, I I like Everybody Loves Raymond. I don't know if you've heard oh, yeah. that, but I like that show. I think that's really funny. But yep. uh, other than that, I don't know, nothing too crazy other than that. Like nothing that comes to mind, but that's like, I haven't watched it recently, but um, I don't know if it was last year, maybe the year before that, like I just downloaded the whole series yeah. and just kind of watched it with my family. We all really liked it. So, yeah. Uh, I'll make a recommendation. Do you have Disney Plus? Uh, I don't hear. Oh, I okay. Home. I'm not sure. Okay. I was going to say, one, one of my other, you sound like you have the same sort of mindset, like a sense of humor as me. I mean, obviously yeah. it's, it feels strange for someone <laughs> half my age to be digging, you know, my shows. But, uh, if you've never watched, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. It's, it, oh, it's solid. It's on Disney yeah. plus for whatever reason. I think it's because they're owned by Fox, but, okay. uh, yeah, if you if you find yourself bored one day and you have a Disney Plus or you know you find it on TV, yeah, it's uh it's it's solid. It's a little more you might not necessarily want to watch it with your grandma or your mom, <laughs> yeah. but uh, yeah, if you're ever on the road and you're like ah oh, bored, what do I do? Yeah, okay. give, give always yeah. sunny a try. I, th- I think you'd enjoy it. Cool, cool. Keep yeah. that in mind. <laughs> um, anyone else? Anyone I had. Let to- I had one more that I uh, meant to ask earlier when we were talking about music that I had told someone to remind me to ask, and I just didn't. Uh, but the Winterhawks, when they put out the uh, What's Your Guilty Pleasure song? Ooh, good question. You had said something by Olivia Rodrigo, but yeah. you didn't say which song. No, I uh, just all of her songs. I said everything, I'm pretty sure, in the video. And okay. Yeah, I'm just... I like I like her album Sour a lot on the okay. like early car ride to the rink. I'll listen to that. But well, what would be if you had to make like a top three list of the songs? Uh it's put them on the spot. No, yeah. yeah. I'd say <laughs> I don't know, in no specific order. Um good for you. That's gotta be in there. Okay. Uh okay. deja vu driver's license okay yeah Yeah. solid so no one else here might actually know the reference but am i the only one that thinks they sound exact or she sounds exactly like paramore with the one song yes that's been like a very just the radio the radio one no well just good for you you. yeah that one has like a very paramore section okay so i found out that the lead singer paramore i forget her name um she actually produced olivia rodrigo's album so that's why i was like oh that makes sense so if you like olivia rodrigo and you want something you know else to check out paramore i, I don't okay. know that there's two like the one section of the song Chris. okay so so literally <laughs> it's just the chorus of good for you okay so basically yeah all right you know i don't know i'm old don't listen to me i mean paramore's <laughs> still good but like those are two different like so yeah i haven't listened to the rodrigo album so for all i know every other song other than the chorus of good for you is completely different so <laughs> all right I'll, yeah. I'll i'll check out i'll check out i'm i'm, I'm done awesome <laughs> yeah i mean it was kept for almost an hour so maybe no no maybe we should let dante go have some dinner yeah 
<laughs> no worries. Awesome. Man. Well, thank you very much for coming on, man. Much, muchly appreciated. Um, we have uh, sung your praises for a full year here on the pod. We've uh, we've watched you grow and uh, we're always impressed with what you bring to the table. And uh, yeah, obviously nothing but uh, the best wishes moving forward. And I think you guys are going to do some serious damage coming up in the playoffs. I don't think my Royals are going to make it, but if they do, hopefully we get a great uh, series out of it. If you guys can meet and uh, yeah, maybe one day we'll, uh, we'll have you back on and discuss a, a playoff series. Or a Memorial so, Cup championship. Or a Memorial Cup championship. Sorry, just gonna, before we ha- before we let you go here, you know, projected Vancouver is going to be playing Portland. Oh. And uh, oh. the, goal, the goal is that if they are, hopefully I'll be able to make it down for the first two games. Uh, any, you know, besides the one restaurant you gave us, any suggestions on what to do in uh, Portland? Uh, for somebody uh, traveling down there for a couple of days from Vancouver, like to eat or for fun. Well, you know, yes. just in uh, general. Uh, I don't know. Like, there's there's a lot of stuff to do. I don't know. There's like, I, it might be different for for like what what you're into, but like I like going to Top Golf. I think that's a lot of fun. Um, there's like some cool like arcades and bowling alleys and stuff like that here. Um, you know, you can go to like the coast or something, check out the beach. Um, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of stuff to do. Are sure. you a fan of the uh, voodoo donuts? Uh, honestly, I haven't gone too much, but whenever I've had them, they're unreal. So yeah, if you like donuts, check them out for sure. I've heard good things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime right. you get on a flight out of Portland, someone's got a box or two and just every time. <laughs> yeah. 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 They're, they're really good. All right. So we should just try to get a sponsor. Voodoo Donuts. Voodoo Donuts. Um, well, we'll let Dante go. We appreciate your time, man, giving us almost an hour. It was amazing. And uh, yeah, like I said before, best of luck moving forward. And um, now that we've had a chance to speak, I can honestly say I will definitely, as long as you're not playing my Royals, be rooting to see you guys make it to the Memorial Cup and uh, hopefully, you know, go even further. So uh liz liz has made it her mission to get every winter hawk possible drafted by the san jose sharks because that's where she works yes but no i've specifically been trying to get dante to san jose yes and, uh, it's there, been her mission a, for years there is a contingent out here that have never watched a single winter hawks game but are like nope he's coming to san jose so <laughs> Well, hey, yeah, I'm, I can, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I can do what I can for my end. Obviously, Gannon LaRock of the Royals already got drafted by the Sharks. So, you know, I'll, I'll push some some strings for my end. We'll see what we Look, can we do. Need, we need goaltending. We need goaltending. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, San Jose's <laughs> goaltending is tragic. Yeah, I'm sure they could definitely <laughs> use the Giannuzzi in the system. Yeah. Awesome. Right on. Okay, thanks, man. Cool. And, uh, yeah, we'll catch you again soon. Yeah, thanks, guys. Appreciate you having me on. Thank you very much for Dante Giannuzzi for giving us the time to speak with us. That was awesome. Great to get a chance to chat with him and find out a little bit more about his season, a little bit more about, you know, who he as is as a person, obviously the office episodes. Great to see that a guy, a young guy like that is, is digging something that's, you know, in my age demographic. So that's pretty fun, but uh, yeah, it was great having him on after a year of talking him up on this pod and hopefully you guys enjoyed it and we'll get a chance to speak with him again hopefully in the future knock on wood 
But uh, once again, we'll say the same things. If you guys ever want to give us questions, you have recommendations for guests, you know, absolutely hit us up. We are open to anything. You know, we do this for all of you guys, right? So uh, give us some, uh, some ideas and uh, we'll push it forward. So thanks again to Dante for Liz Child, Adam Kirzenblatt, Jess Mosley. I hope you feel better. Get better soon for Chris Roy. Thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of the Third Line Podcast, and we will catch you all again next time. And thank you once again for listening to this week's episode of the Third Line Podcast here on the Area 51 Sports Network. Make sure to head over to area51sportsnetwork.com to check out the variety of shows that we have here on the network. Whether you're a basketball fan, soccer fan, hockey fan, or are looking for some betting advice or into some esports. The network has it all on area51sportsnetwork.com. Also, make sure to check out some of our sponsors on the website, whether that be Dr. Squatch, uh, Soap Co., Monkey Knife Fight, Habson, bet99.com, or High Stick Vodka. All of our sponsors are great. They help us, so make sure that you support them as well. Lastly, when you are on the Area51SportsNetwork.com page, make sure to head over to the WHL tab. Over on the WHL tab, you can read some of the newest articles from members of the Third Line podcast as well as other writers who are covering the WHL's BC division as well as the U.S. division. Thank you once again for listening, and we hope that you tune in again for another episode of the Third Line podcast.